The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Everybody, guess what? It's Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. A lot of people would say, oh, wow, that means Critical Role's on. Wrong! Actually, it is, but it's time for wait. Did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. Uh, sitting in this chair, it's me. I'll be your host this evening. My name is Tim. And sitting alongside me is my constant co-host, my co-conspirator, my co-friend, and my co-op liaison. Uh, that is someone that goes and works at the co-op uh, where we go grocery shopping so I don't have to because it's a requirement to have a membership there so we can get really fresh beef. It's Dan Cole. Hi. Um, We got... Some really hot things to go over. We today. got some really fresh beef. Well, really fresh beef. Uh, never frozen. Some might say, oh, does that mean it's just it's hot and goes bad? No, there's refrigerators. You can keep meat cold in the refrigerator. It doesn't and need salt. to be frozen. Oh, and salt. Fresh, never cured beef. Which means it might still be sick. But we're going to talk about pyro. Right. Uh, we have a new episode of the cleanup phase, our Patreon only um marvel crisis protocol ish show we'll go over some new fun and exciting things that are coming out there maybe even Reveals. revealing some uh, some new designs for next month pre-orders for our tokens and uh sleeves uh we're also going to touch on some potentially enlightening things that are happening in this x-men affiliation box and what that might mean, in addition to mine and Dan's game from this past week, where we played some Marvel Crisis Protocol live on, oh yeah, the power phase. We did. Um, which is, you know, some might say every, every single Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, except next Monday. because <laughs> Except the next one. Because it's, it's Halloween and, and I, I want to go out trick-or-treating. And uh, Dan probably wants to also go out trick-or-treating. And uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Is that really next Monday? Next Monday? Oh, yeah. not not next Monday. Not the this Monday coming after. Monday. Halloween day. Yeah, October thirty first. Uh, October. We're not, we're not doing the thing because we're going to be doing stuff with our kids. Instead. Right. And it's uh it's one of beardedragongames.com's uh homemade kids birthdays. So, you know, we'll stay there too. Uh, what? I don't know. Not stay there, but you know, birthday party or whatever. But <clears throat> in addition to those things. In addition, we played that game on Monday. Dan played some uh, what a lot of people would consider to be an affiliation, which Dan would self-describe it as wizards. Wizards. That's right. With a sentinel. I completely <laughs> forgot what was there. Thank you for picking that up. Um, so I would say wizards. It's called convocation. But, yes. you know. Uh, Dr. Dr. D, Dr. D. Dillon, uh, one of my favorite people, messaged me a bunch today. I really like that gent. Um he uh, also refers to it as wizards. Whenever we have him on the Monday stream on like a holiday or whatever, when he can make it, he's always like, maybe I'll bring wizards. 
I, I think that's where I got it because we saw a lot of it at the uh, New Hampshire tournament. Yes. And you referred to them as wizards a lot. So I think it just kind of stuck. I, yeah, I think I think we picked up a lot of really good habits and uh, terminology at that tournament at Midgard Games. It was an absolute blast to go to. Um, in addition to that, uh, we are also going to touch on maybe some. Uh, oh, so as far as the cleanup phase, once again. Uh, at patreon.com slash professional casual you can get uh, access to that show the discord and a whole bunch of other stuff at every tier um, even the one dollar tier and you can get access to that show live tonight even that one um, and uh, we'll also be talking about some really kind of super exciting things that might be happening at the Las Vegas Open uh, in January LVO but I feel like there was something else we had to talk about oh that's right the power phase. The power phase. Wait. <laughs> no, not that. But, uh, we know, we also usually, in addition to the games played, which we do at, oh yeah, the power phase, we're also going to talk about some hobby thoughts. Hobby. And I actually may have hobbied this week. May have? May have. And definitely did. Yeah? Uh-huh. Did you get that primer? I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> that was a, a loaded question, and Dan was trying to trap me, and I'm not going to fall for it. <laughs> I totally was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what kind of hobby yin 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 did you do? Uh, you tell me first. What did you hobby this past week? Oh, man. Well, I built Sentinels, and I built, you know, three of them. And I built Red Skull, Master of Hydra. And I built the Hydra Troopers. Mm -hmm. Except I left one off the base so I could paint them easier. Yeah. I bet he'll get glued on later. And then I painted, uh, like, just kind of table ready enough to get them uh, to put on stream one of the Sentinels. Yeah. I think you did a, a pretty stellar job at it. it. Slap some paint on there. How was that uh, Sentinel to put together? Not bad at all. Yeah. Did you have a whole bunch of options? How did you decide what? There are a lot of options. It's yeah. like the best kit for posing it how you want. Uh, the Prime, <clears throat> I did... How did I do the Prime? I think he's kind of like he's got one fist back that he's gonna punch, and then one's up. I kind of want to find do something to have the the cable. The ca come out. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish that was a bit in there somewhere, but I th there's enough going on already. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push you to do this, but I know you did just pick up a rivals box, and maybe you could replace the tentacles on Doctor Octopus with something and use the robotic arms to be coming out of the center of his. His thing. Is it a lot of work? Absolutely. <laughs> Would it also ruin one of the really incredibly awesome cool points of the Rivals box? Also, yes. That Dr. Octopus model is one of the best they've done. I completely agree. <laughs> um, he's, I, he's built. He's ready. He's primed. I need to get paint on him eventually. Yeah. And use spider foes or something again. But, you know. So. Some point. But no, the the, the options in that are amazing. The, the torso... And the arms are all ball joints, mm -hmm. so you can put them however you want. The legs are static. There's only one way the legs can go, but that's pretty okay because they're already, like, stepping, so they're a bit dynamic as it is. So the one I have, like, you know, fist back, palm out for, like, a laser blast, and then the other one, I, he's, like, doing, like, a Dragon Ball Z. I imagine he's, like, powering up. I, so, um... <laughs> I assembled the Prime earlier this week. Whoa. Right? Uh, and I still haven't decided how I'm doing the arms. By assembled it, I mean I assembled all the legs, all the additional arms, uh, and I, of course you did. I spent a long time trying to figure out 
what arms and, and fists and stuff were going to be going, going on what hands and stuff. And uh, I still haven't figured that out. I did consider there's the one we're going to have it built the open palms. Yeah. Where I was just like, maybe I'll do it like straight up. And he's like doing like the child like up, up, like a kid wanting to be picked up. I also do like the just the double flex. Uh, um, Welcome to my robot gun show. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I also like the like the Dukes up. Um, <clears throat> there's just so many ways to do it. I also considered something I would never actually be able to pull off or do, but doing the open palms pointed down as if he's like, uh, bracing to like, you know how like, uh, like Iron Man or a Sentinel would like break before landing. Um, but yeah, they, I, I completely agree. They're probably one of the best kits I've ever seen as far as options and stuff. They're, they're, there's it, so much. I've inc- seen so many different variations already. You made the spider bots. Yes. So And that's <laughs> so the thing, funny. too. So on, on the Facebook groups, I posted a picture of the, the spider bots. I just attached two of the hands to one of the, the damaged head because I didn't end up using that one um, and asked uh, the Facebook groups to you know say what they've been doing with their uh, extra pieces. A lot of terrain, which I think is awesome. There's yeah, going to be a huge influx idea. of like uh, crash sentinel, broken sentinel, like arms sticking out of the ground. Saw a bunch of uh, people that did really cool basing on like Wolverine and some of the other X-Men on like other sentinel parts. I think that's as far as like really well done kits go. I think that really knocks this one into a completely another tier because oh. not only do you have a ton of options, but all of the options are usable for so many other things. And Putting it's it easy. Yeah. The easy kit. I put it together. During a meeting, <laughs> right? So, uh, like, kind of Zoom meeting. Yeah, no. Someone came over. It's a whole thing, but like, I, like <laughs> someone came over that I was like trying to recruit for something, and uh, they were talking to me about their life or whatever, and I was just completely distracted, being like, "All oh, right, but do I want the fist on the bent arms or do I want it on the straight arms?" Um, it's an incredibly cool kit. You did Raven's Garden. They look awesome. Yeah, for real. Just um, sentinel basing back before it was cool and easy. Also, just to address a couple of <laughs> other things in chat, uh, Rev, I said Dr. Dylan was one of my favorite people. Did. Who messaged me today? Did you message me today? Oh! I don't think so. That's you call clap back. <laughs> um, in addition to that, uh, Otis is in chat tonight, and... Uh, you know what? We received something at the P.O. Box this week. Yeah, we need to give Otis a shout out because it's awesome. We absolutely do. So not only did he send us this delightful letter. By the way, the P.O. Box is P.O. Box G, as in G, Otis. What a swell fella. <laughs> uh, West Oneonta, New York, 13861. Um, and he sent this really nice, this letter about uh, the, the Coca-Cola uh, conversion that Taylor is doing for podcast listeners. I'll read it off. It says, please give to Taylor for his Ur- Ursa major Coca-Cola bear conversion. Thanks Otis with a smiley face for the O for the O, which is the greatest <laughs> part. I love that so much. Um, and I, I, I showed these to Taylor, so I'll be able to give these to him tomorrow when we record the lost omens podcast, but he sent these little Coca-Cola bottles so for great. my polar bear, uh, Coca-Cola bear. Or is a major. <laughs> Taylor's I'm so doing. excited to see that. I'm really excited for it too. Um, those are those are perfect. And just Otis is such somewhat a nice guy. Right. You know what I mean? We talk about these things like we want to do this, and then people are like, here, I'll help you make it happen. And it's like, ah, thanks. That's, <laughs> okay. awesome. That's, That's really nice. <laughs> um, and if there's extra Coca-Cola bottles, maybe I can make a motorcycle tires out of it. A motorcycle, motorcycle yeah. tire. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, right? So like, you could like, oh, maybe not. There's what? Just, 
I was like, like well, connect if, them end to end, yeah, make a circle, yeah, like little triangle wheels. <laughs> you know, those were great. Yeah, everyone says, but <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I'm very excited about that, Otis. Thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm stoked to see how Taylor pulls that off. Yeah. Uh, in addition soda. to that, um, if you have any cool stuff that you've done with your MCP models or paint jobs or terrain, I think there's a really cool place you could send them. There's actually a few of them. If you're posting them on Instagram, please tag us at the professional casual, but you can always text us pictures, especially work in progress pictures to 603-803-3235. And, uh, we're going to try to start showing those off every week. I think that would be super fun, super cool. So if yeah. you're working on stuff, uh, send them in and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it on the screen here. And use hashtag PCN painters. Yes. When we've been trying to, as, uh, people in the discord came up with that one. I, I wasn't that even aware thing. of that. I'm super been, into it. It was a while ago. I haven't seen too much mention of it, but let's bring it back. Hashtag yeah. PCN painters. Hashtag PCN painters. PCN standing for painters come naturally painters. <laughs> so, you know, it's like a, you know it's a work in progress yeah 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 yeah. it's like a a bar rider you know what i mean what does bar stand for benefit access rider so that means it's a benefit access rider rider oh like dell comics yeah dc I, comics dell comics comics yeah exactly that's yep that's 100 it all right <laughs> we don't talk about them on this show but uh, I'm real. So I, I went for the prime first I, because i wanted it to be a little less intimidating i was like if there's two sprues worth of of you know two models worth of sprues that's going to be too overwhelming for me and i'm already paralyzed in the decisions of just the single prime yep um so yeah i built the prime first too because i was like he's real big i want to build him he's gonna look cool <laughs> i was actually painting the the sentinel the other day for the stream mm -hmm. and my dad came through the room and he goes oh what are you working on there and he's like oh that's way bigger than what you're usually painting isn't it and yeah. i was like it yeah it is like you know it like I was shocked that he noticed. I yeah, it's uh, and not only that, but uh, a, a little while back we had uh, Sarah Rowan and Dallas Kemp on, and we were talking about Malekith and what a big, awesome, cool model. And Dallas at the time, you know, gave us a little hint. This was before the Sentinels were revealed, and he was like, "That's not even the biggest thing we're working on right now." And I was like, "What does that mean? Tell me now!" And he laughed. He, I remember he like leaned back and smiled yeah. like that, like. <laughs> <laughs> like what uh like Mr. Burns smile like Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. Little did we know. But yeah, for real, those kids are just incredible. However, we got some really awesome news this week. Uh as far as uh, character reveals. It was like a present. It really was. I was a little uh super happy last week when we were talking about <laughs> a little Blob. Super happy. A little super happy. Yes. Uh he, he effectively has belly flop as his spender. I'm we're gonna call it over the moon with it. Yeah. Uh I'm still gonna it's difficult, right? So I love saying nice punch constantly nice and whenever whenever I can. But I don't know if <laughs> that tickles is gonna you know, leak into my lexicon a little bit more. <laughs> right. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well as nice punch. Right. But it's still good, or built to take it. It took like training when I played Hulkbuster there uh, a couple weeks ago to not call built to take it nice punch every single time. Nice punch is one of the best superpower names they've mm -hmm. come up with. Mm -hmm. Let's let's be honest. All right. So we got the card for Pyro. 
We'll get that up on screen. Beautiful. Oh, that's a good... Axel says, do we think if they made Apocalypse or Onslaught, if they would be bigger? Ooh. I don't think Apocalypse, he typically is like eight to ten feet tall. What are you talking about? Have you ever played the first Marvel vs. Capcom where he was the final boss? Yeah, like he can grow to that size, but typically he's in a more... Or wait, you was, know, just oh, large human size. Or was Onslaught the first, the last boss? Of I don't remember. The first Captain. It might have been Onslaught, actually. But I mean, Onslaught can be, he's a psychic thing, so he yeah. can be gigantic. I would absolutely love to see Onslaught in this game. Yeah, I would love he to would see. He would be wild. I would love to see Apocalypse. Yeah, uh, not Apocalypse, sorry. <laughs> Avalanche. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> All those. I've read uh, Axel Bullet's comment of Apocalypse three times as Avalanche. <laughs> Yeah, Avalanche is gonna be bigger than a prime. I got, listen, he's 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 big in my heart. He's just on a giant thing of rocks. Yeah, I'm big old. Yeah. I like Avalanche a lot. Uh, I'd like to see him in this for sure. Avalanche Iceman box, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but we did get the pyro re- reveal this week. Yeah, uh, and I think we're both incredibly stoked on this. Also, um, I really, really, really hope in the box that there is an option for the flames. To have that Magneto. It looks so awesome. It looks so cool. Did we not cool. see this artwork before? Because we, the Magneto face, their helmet flame is so cool. The concept art that wasn't like the card art that we saw uh, while we were at ACO during Mini Stravaganza when they revealed them there, right? Or I know at the full Mini Stravaganza later. Yeah. Um, it, it had, I believe the concept art had that in there. Okay. I remember seeing that before and thinking it was rad. And then when I saw it on the card art, I was like, <gasps> what if that's in the kit? That would How be, awesome would I that mean, be? That would be awesome. I'd be very surprised if that was in the kit. That it would be such a delicate piece. The chances of that making it through the mold and like curing process, yeah. like how many times that would break would just be, I don't think it'd be cost effective. Yeah, that's fair. Because they their, their quality control would have to throw out so many sprues of it. Oh, I'm sure. Not working. Um, Here's the thing though. Uh, here's what I also want. Um. AMG, uh, if you want to help me on this one, super into it. All right, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. I want a bunch of macaroni shapes just like that flaming Magneto head. I'd eat that. Right? I, I'm I'm a spirals person. I don't know about you. I only like box macaroni and cheese spirals. I do not like elbow macaroni, and I do not like shapes normally. You don't even like macaroni and cheese. Just spirals. <laughs> Only spirals. Oh, that's not surprising at all. Um, listen, I've I listen. So, <laughs> shout listen, out, Linda. Shout out to a, a friend of mine, Tommy, who uh, recently made me. Um, I think it was Velveeta shells and cheese, uh, the white cheddar flavor, and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. You ate mac and cheese. Somebody made you. I, I ate shells like, and cheese. I thought that mac was and cheese is nowhere on the thing. box. Nowhere on the box. Oh, shells and people cheese. People in Discord are gonna be mad because they'd be like. I make the best mac and cheese. You got to try it. And you're like, no, I won't. Because everybody says that and I never like it. That, well, that's true. Homemade macaroni and cheese is gross. You're gross. Ah, uh, you know what? Never has a gross, crunchy top on it. Velveeta shells and cheese. You know, some people like to put breadcrumbs on top to give it nope. a little bit of crunch. No, they're wrong. Good. Nope, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's made up. You also don't like mayonnaise because it's icky. I ate mayonnaise in front of you tonight. That sandwich came with chipotle mayo, and I had a really difficult time being like, should I ask them to ask for it without the chipotle mayo? (laughs) Well, now it's aioli. It's not mayonnaise anymore. No. Well, stop it. Stop it. You know that's not true. (laughs) If there's eggs in it, it's mayo. If there's no eggs in it, 
I only say it because I know Dagno doesn't watch this show, otherwise he'd be coming at me in the Discord. He probably would come That's at not him. aioli, you dummy. It's not. Aioli is just garlic and oil. That's it. Nothing else. If there's eggs in it, if there's any cream thing in it, no, that is not aioli. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Max real name. M in this word. Is there an N in this word? Um, all right. So before <laughs> listen, I'm already way off topic. <laughs> If you want to hear me rant more about macaroni and cheese, uh, <laughs> make sure to check into the cleanup phase uh, tonight at 8.15. Um, all right, so Pyro. St. John Allardyce. St. Uh, <laughs> John Allardyce, that's right. Um, super into this. All right, let's 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 get right into it. Yeah. 3-4-3 three, three for defenses. Like. Three physical, four energy, three mystic. Okay. Actually, pretty stellar. Okay. Pen play specifies that that four in energy defense is because of his insulated suit. I actually really like that quite a bit. That so, they, they mentioned it twice in the panel to play article that it's something Mystique gave him and was one of the big reasons, you know, he ended up joining uh, the Brotherhood and later the Freedom Force. Yeah. I think somebody had in the chat a few weeks ago when we were wild speculation yeah. mentioned something about the suit. Yes. And that's cool. I like that that's incorporated here um and i think uh, maybe it was the same person but also speculated that he would not be immune to incinerate which we'll get into later because right. he's not immune to it he's not um so five stamina on both sides healthy and injured for three threat size two medium mover i think for the most all part standard what's that all yeah standard all pretty standard i think for the most part we were pretty spot on as far as our speculations so far outside yeah. the energy defense being Actually, really good. I don't remember if we ever speculated about his I, defenses. Anyway. I don't think we. <laughs> I, think I don't we forgot about that. But I like four three four. He actually has a higher overall spread than Blob. He does, but he's got two health less and no no damage mitigation. Yeah, uh, and actually, so, that's very important. No mitigation. There are no defensive traits on this gentleman at all. Yeah, he's a little squishy, but that makes perfect sense. He's a dude that can control fire. It one hundred percent. Um, so our first ability, he, we have only energy attacks on Pyro. Yeah. Uh, first one is Fire Blast. Uh, range 4, Strength 5, uh, Gainer. So after this attack is resolved, this character gains 1 power. Incinerate on a wild. I think this is pretty much right in the wheelhouse of what everyone would have assumed would have been his ga or his uh, his standard builder, Gainer. I love it. Yep. I just love that it's Strength 5 at range 4. That's Me too. Nice. It's very good. I was reading this card, and I'm like, he's already better than Human Torch. To compare the fire guys right together because human torch only has range three. Yeah. Like, all right, he's my turret. I like it a lot. Range four. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, super into that. Right. I mean, that's one short of cable. Yeah. Uh, granted, it doesn't gain power equal to the damage dealt. And no. uh, it's not range five, but uh, still, that's awesome. Yeah, the wild incinerate is I'm never going to roll that, but man, man, on five rolls, five is not a terrible chance for that. Uh, I think if it was auto incinerate, it would be too good. So I, I I like this attack a lot. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dan, what is uh, what's his uh, his second gainer? He's got another one for zero power. It's a flame jet, and he's got uh, it's a beam three. Gotta like that. Yeah. Uh, strength four. Mm -hmm. Pretty standard. Yeah. For especially for a three threat. After each attack is resolved, this character gains a power. Standard for beams mm -hmm. and wild incinerate. So nice close up. He can flame yeah. a bunch of people at once and maybe get some incinerate off. This power becomes way better in a minute. Yeah, it does. It becomes like, whoo, hot. <laughs> so for our spender, uh, actually pretty inexpensive spender. Uh, mm -hmm. We went over why we don't call that cheap last week, and I, I, I'm going to stick to it. No more cheap powers. They're all inexpensive, inexpensive. because they're a value. I appreciate a man that appreciates value. 
I appreciate anyone that appreciates value, to be perfectly specific. But we have Inferno. <laughs> Range 2, Strength 7 for yeah. only 3 power. Pretty nice. Only Range 2, but... Hey, you can't make it better than Lizard. I was gonna say it was very, very comparable to Cold Blooded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, all, all the three power builders on a three threat character, I compared to Cold Blooded. And similar to what we talked about last week about the incredibly specific language on some of how the spenders work, uh, AMG I feel like has been doing a very good job at making certain mechanics in this game work very well. Mm. And we're going to see that in this particular spender. So after this attack is resolved, the target character gains the incinerate special condition. Boom, incinerate. Love it. You're just you're just on it. Guess what? You're on fire now. Uh, but before damage is dealt, and that's what I really like about this, mm-hmm. is other characters within range two of the target character suffer one damage. Automatically. Automatically. No, and, no trigger or nothing. And only enemy characters. Yeah, Within two? Within two. So, you know, he he's your damage dealer. He's got a lot of great stuff. If you've already got somebody incinerated from before, mm-hmm. throwing seven dice at him, he does have to get real close with that with range two. He does. But, you know, I, he's going to be moving up and taking objectives anyway. I've, probably so. Yeah. I, I have always hated when people say this. Um, I hate it when people say it on Cassandra Nova. I hate it when people say it on another example. <laughs> Uh, toad with uh, with acid spit. Um, that you know, if you're in range two with pyro, you're 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 playing them wrong. I, I don't like that. Listen, I want to get up in people's faces with pyro after they're already incinerated. Honestly, the after the attack is resolved, the target character gains incinerate special condition. Doesn't even matter to me. I'm just going full tilt. I want a whole bunch of people there, and I want to light them all on fire. And how often do you not get a choice in that where it's like <laughs> people get in your face? Like, exactly. oh, Pyro's squishy. Let me go punch him. Oh, I just got on fire a lot. Yeah. Yep. I, You know, I like this one. Uh, obviously, I'd like it to be higher range in general, but I think it is good for a three threat. Absolutely. This is going to hurt. And again, it's going to get better in a second. <laughs> yes, it is. And when we get to his superpowers, mm. he's got some really good ones. Uh, the first one is Firewall. For two power. And this it's one's a real good one, really too. Really unexpected. Did mm-hmm. not see this one coming at all. For two power, choose an enemy character within three of this character. It's a good old six inches. Yep. <laughs> the chosen character gains root and slow special conditions only once per turn. So root and slow for two at range three. Uh, so once again, really like how this is dialed in, right? Uh, it's only two. This is strong and a good range, and it's root and slow. That is awesome. Talk about. Talk about a character that can actually do some pretty considerable things to, like, a Malekith. Slowing them and rooting them, making that charge cost more and go slower if they don't shake either one of the conditions. You right. know what I mean? And That's awesome. incinerating, too. Awesome. He is a status effect monster. He is. And it's all my favorite status effects, really. Right? It's all the best ones, other than the stagger. But he can't have it all. Then no. He, then I mean, if have he to, did yeah. root and stagger, that would be disgusting. Oh, gosh, yeah. That'd be five power. Maybe six. Root and slow can be a nasty combination because so many people that, you know, if you rely on extra movement superpowers, having Mm -hmm. it cost one more can really, I can't do that this turn, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and slow is one of those that it's either debilitating or does nothing. Yes. Right. Depending on their movement. Uh, But even moving from medium to slow, from medium to slow is nasty. That's a lot less movement, especially if it's on a small base. Like, yep. You're, you're not getting to that objective that turn. Nope. nope. I like it a lot. Uh, his next superpower is uh, one to be incredibly excited about. His 
My, I think it's his best superpower. I, I don't disagree at all. <laughs> um, stoke the flames. Um, <clears throat> so get ready to get stoked because stoke the flames only cost three power. During the next attack action. So if you've checked out, wait, uh, yeah, oh yeah, the power phase before, you've seen me argue <laughs> incessantly about what that means. And I've been incredibly wrong every time <laughs> I've argued for it. But you uh, were... Uh, you were gr- graciously wrong. Yeah. That's not the right term, but I think you know what I mean. Like, I, you accepted it with grace. You yes. were gracefully wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you went, ah, nuts, and moved on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the third time. <laughs> <laughs> you just really didn't want it to be true. I was like, no, that's too strong. Otherwise, people would think Storm's real good. Oh, wait, she just is. <laughs> um, but so stoke the flames during the next attack action made by this character this turn. Add two dice to its attack rolls. No limiters here. It is the next attack action. And it's not once per turn. Yeah. Why this is awesome is adding two dice for only three power onto a flame jet. Yeah. A beam three going from uh, four strength to six. Chances are, pyro's on the table, everyone's already incinerated. <laughs> um, it... It's gross. It, I it's love real it. nice. And it refunds itself if you hit three characters. Right. You did it for free. Right. And you don't pay any, like, for the the, the attack doesn't cost anything. So mm-hmm. you're, it's just a strength, a, a cost three, strength six, beam three mm-hmm. that incinerates on a wild. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, it's and, so good. And just with the power phase, you can you can just do that every turn. You know what I mean? Like, you can do it a second time, I'm saying. If you are oh, yeah, power yeah. to do it, you'll get the back with just two. Uh, listen, I, I love it. It's really good. It's really solid. Uh, I'm even super excited for it. If you're a little bit further range, if you don't have the targets for a beam, you're still throwing a strength seven gainer mm-hmm. at range mm-hmm. four. like Or strength nine spender. Oh, you know? Right now, he's iron fisting people. He is! Fire! For only five power, too! <laughs> or six power. For only three power more, where he can, you know, supersize your fire. <laughs> you want a big gulp fire? Light me on fire more. Oof. Uh, and then he's got one last power that is in an eight. Another mm-hmm. solid one. Fire manipulation. No breathing. Pyro can't make fire. He can only sculpt it and change it. When this character targets an enemy character with an attack, after the attack is resolved, if the target character has the incinerate special condition, this character may choose another enemy character within two of the target character. The chosen character gains incinerate. Mm. What? Mm. <laughs> He's just, all right, you're on fire now, too. AOE incinerate. I love uh, yeah. it. I feel like we talked about something a little bit like this where he can just spread it, you know, mm-hmm. the fire spreads. It's so perfect. I think so thematic. I think it was pretty much this. I think we said, well, so I was talking about being able to pull it off and get bonuses and move to other people. I think we definitely also talked about if he applies it to one, it's like everyone in a range. <sighs> yeah. Wildfire. Oh, it's so great. Target character within two. That's not a tiny range. It's not. You know, oh, you're all in an objective. You're on fire now. Yeah. Guess what? It's now uh, flaming gamma shelters or fire shelters or gamma fire. <laughs> right? And it doesn't cost any power. It's an no. innate to just give more people incinerate. It's great. I, I still speculating hard. I'm going to call it right now. There will be a tactics card where he can pull incinerate off of enemies to gain extra attack dice or something. It's I gonna hope happen. so. It's going to happen. I, I, listen, I'm confident in it. it I'll tell you what. If I'll I'm, tell you what. If I'm wrong. Here's what you can do. Get that X-Men Wolverine and Sabretooth Rivals pack. Take out the motorcycle. Put it in the mail. Send it to Tim at P.O. Box G, West Oneonta, New York, 13861. That'll show me. 
You have no shame, sir. None. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so good, though. No, but really, if you if you don't want to use that motorcycle, we love it. <laughs> uh, no, I just love that four out of his six, the four out of the six things listed on his card, attacks and superpowers, all d- deal or spread incinerate. Mm-hmm. It's so great, it, which is what he should do. He's a fire guy, right? Yeah. And we love incinerate so much. We really do. Uh, listen, I, that's, you may think at home, it's like, you know what, guys uh, and gals, whenever you stream, oh, yeah, the power phase, Dr. Voodoo is usually pretty unpresent. I granted Dan had him this past week. I did. But, uh, and do you know the reason for that? It's because he's immune to incinerate, and I think that's dumb. <laughs> I don't want that. It's not you know that it's dumb. Reason it's that I always forget it. I always forget that he's immune to incinerate. And I'm like, ha-ha. to incinerate? Yeah. Yep. Sure is. I definitely 100% forgot that as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's why I really don't like playing against Midnight Suns with Ghost Rider. I was like, there's there's nine thread on the table that I can incinerate between Doctor Voodoo and uh, Ghost Rider. I don't I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> probably half their team. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're only running 14 threat because they're Midnight Suns. Shout out to Keebler. <laughs> Senators, but. So, oh, but we should point out that that um, they specified in the panel to play that he does not have immunities incinerate mm-hmm. because that's why he wears that insulated suit because yeah. he can manipulate fire, but he's not resistant to it at all or anything. It's not like he's fireproof. Correct. Which I love that about his character that gives him that flaw where it's like he's got a really cool, really powerful mutant ability, mm-hmm. but he, you know, not like yeah. other like something like Iceman. As I agree, Pyro's definitely better than Iceman. That's not what I said at all. Story. He's a more complicated character with a you know a little flaw system back and forth. I think it's great. Too. I was going to say because like Iceman is essentially immune to any environmental things. He can change the temperature yeah. around him. He's he's not he's a, like he's not going to be hurt by ice. Correct. Right. I like that Pyro has that weakness where he could be hurt by fire, even though he can control it. I think that's cool. I, I like that the insulated suit also probably helps him insulate against the cold as well. Probably. And that's why he's got four energy defense, right? Also, yes. Also, uh, in a compliment to Iceman, um, almost uh, canonically. I'm scared. I think, I think you'll agree with this. I think canonically, it's almost an insult to Iceman to constantly compare Iceman and Pyro. Because while Pyro can manipulate flame but not generate it, Iceman controls all of thermodynamics effectively, correct? <laughs> yeah, he's like, gotten so powerful over the yeah. years. He is an omega-level mutant. Correct. And, you know, Pyro's not. Pyro's, Pyro's an omega-level awesome, stud, to be fair. But he's also a journalist. Oh, that's right. Yes. So I actually really dig uh, this. I, I don't, I guess I can't really recall, but I feel like recently they've really been giving some some of the narrative influence from the comics onto what they've chosen with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, they certainly did it with with Blob and Pyro. Um, I feel like the Sentinels, and really, I'm not really remembering how far back this has gone. Maybe it's been there the whole time, and I'm just constantly uh, impressed by it. But I really like that they're giving some insight onto some of the choices that they make and why it's important canonically. Yeah. So, so I like that I actually read the panel to play articles because yeah. they have little things in there like that. Like, because you look and be like, why does he have four energy defense? That doesn't make sense. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's got this suit. It, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so where are you running him? Uh, Hydra. 
You jerk. <laughs> did I steal it from you? Yeah. Of course you did. Well, you can do incinerate a million yeah. different ways and root and slow that you can just be like, bloop, bloop, do do the hydrus. I, I can't remember exactly how it works, but I know they just like status effects. So if they apply a status effect on their turn, and this is why. So this was the shtick I was going to go with for why Pyro is so perfect for for um, uh, Hydra. First off, uh, I think I said it a couple weeks ago after we played that first game where you and I played Hydra and Shield is that Hydra has completely replaced my Steve Rogers Avengers as the first reaction to yeah, where yeah, does this yeah. person belong? Um, Hydra heals themselves for one once per turn if they apply a status effect to somebody else. Well, I guess we should specify Baron Strucker's Hydra. Yes. Because yes. Red Skulls is quite a bit different. That's High Council? This is Hydra High Council, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's why Pyro's not immune to incinerate. That way he can apply incinerate to other people. Maybe they apply it to him. and But then he can get it off him by putting it on other people. He couldn't do that with Hydra if he was immune to incinerate. <laughs> this makes him even better for Hydra. He's really built for Hydra, not Brotherhood. Correct. Correct. Now, granted, awesome in Brotherhood. Brotherhood really needs Pyro. They need energy attacks. They need energy attacks. They need more threes. They need more status conditions. Uh, it's awesome. And yeah, especially for a character that, I mean, there's acid spit. I was gonna say, is there any energy attacks in yeah, Brotherhood? Acid, yeah, acid spit. So is there anything else? Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Scarlet Witch's only Mystic attacks. I think Quicksilver, Sabretooth, Blob are all physical. I think Magneto's all physical, isn't he? Because mm -hmm. he's usually just throwing metal at you. Yep. Mystique's all physical. Yep. Heavily needed. Yeah, I think it's just Toad's acid spit. So having a character with nothing but energy attacks. Oh, Rogue can pick awesome. in between for Absorbing Strike. That's right. Oh, I right. forgot about yep. Rogue. I Thank forgot you. she's part of that. Thank you, Ravensgard and, and Ben. Um, oh, and Ravensgard. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I think he's heavily, bad, uh, heavily oh. badly needed. Gambit. Badly, heavily needed. Yeah, that's true. Right? He's Brotherhood, too? I don't recall. I know Colossus is. Yeah. Oh, and Colossus also doesn't have any. No. Is Gambit attack. Brotherhood chat? I, now, then I, now that I say it, I don't think he is. I think he might be. I think it might just be Rogue. Oh, and Gambit. All right, cool. Thanks, Ben. And Gambit. Boom. But yeah, heavily, heavily badly needed. I don't know why I keep saying heavily badly. I don't like it. it sounds, <laughs> That's a weird. It sounds really it. dumb. Yeah. Heavily uh, badly. It, it's, it was very needed uh, for Brotherhood. It really fleshes them out quite a bit. I think we might see a, a, a nice big uptick for them um, as they've been kind of slowly, uh, you know, going down a little bit, but I think that's one of the really cool things about this game as a whole is um, a, a single box of some three-threat characters can really absolutely spike, it up the, spike an affiliation back up. Well, because Brotherhood got a huge bump when Juggernaut came out. It was like, oh, everybody wants to play Juggernaut because he's awesome. Yeah. They also had Rogue in there when at the same time. Um, you know, Asgard got a huge bump when Heimdall and Scourge came out. Yep. You know, it... it it's something I love about this game and the like fluid nature of the affiliations where it's not like, all right, you bought this book that has all the right. stuff in it that you can field. And that's the only thing you can field in this mm -hmm. particular way to do it for years. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always changing. And like three months from now, we don't know anything that's coming out after January. We Correct. could have something that totally shakes it up. We could get the warriors three. We, we could. could get Iceman. 
You, I, I, let's not let's not stretch it. But I thought I was pumping you up that you would just be like, "Yeah, we could." Um, here's way to be. Here's the interaction I'm really excited for. What? Uh, it's actually, and we've seen a lot of comparisons, and even on the show, we've talked about a lot of comparisons between Pyro and OG Human Torch, right? Human Torch. So, I think uh, if I can spell correctly, how come? Tactics cards don't come up. What is it? What's the? What is? What are you trying to find? What's the uh, Human Torch tactics card called? New Age. Oh, it is a New Age. Okay. Is that what so, you're talking about? Yeah. So here's, uh, and I think this one's maybe a little obvious. Oh, hey Wraith, how are you? Um, Hi Wraith. Here's what I'm really excited for. I really like Pyro and Shield. She just shows up to say we're not going to get Iceman. Whatever, Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you. Have to do that to me every time. Um, each character within range three of Jim Hammond gains the incinerate special condition. This round, when an allied, oh, he's not going to be an allied shield character. Never mind. So, Sorry, though. that was a joke. We 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 haven't done those in a while. But um, good thing you turned off sound things. That would have been an air horn. Uh, guess what, uh, Tim, you dummy. He actually can be an affiliated shield character with <gasps> the initiative. The initiative. So here's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to cost two taxes cards? Short answer. Uh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> exactly that many. But you use the initiative to get Pyro into shield. And then uh, when everyone on the board is incinerated, because you're incinerating everyone within range three around Human Torch. And also Pyro's on the table. So the other 90% of the board is also incinerated. <laughs> uh all energy attacks that round are going to be getting, uh, add, you know, some some uh, some little boosts on their dice roll. Make it three Texas cards, throw Dark Star in there. She reduces their de energy defense, and then you're just like, boom, you're dead. You're incinerated, you're dead. Boom, you're on fire, you're dead. Boom. Um, here's here's the only issue with that, is that it's an unaffiliated card, so you can absolutely yeah, do Yeah, Dark Star it. can do that in whatever she is. doesn't have to be Winter Garden. So, I, I mean, that. here's the deal. We just need to be dropping the energy defense to the floor and make these guys and gals and everything in between just annihilators, right? So this plan might cost you three tactics cards of your five, but we're only at nine threats so far. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Outside of, you know, having the shield affiliation, so you still need... Well, uh, so let's throw in Nick Fury Jr. because so we kind of have to. Hard so. 13. I don't hate that. No. Throw whatever else you want, depending on the threat. Even Unless a boat. it's 14, and then you're a little yeah. scratching your head. Then you just put a soul gem on Pyro, <laughs> probably. Soul? Yeah. He's got soul, man. <laughs> I think. But yeah, I like I like that combo. I like even just those two being splashed into stuff. Not the, not really splashed, I guess, because once again, a new age is shield only. But, you know, I'll keep uh, forgetting that. I am positive. That you'll keep forgetting it? Yep. <laughs> Much like uh, Baron Zemo's not a criminal syndicate character that can spend to uh, steal initiative, yep. I will still take power off him every time I try to use that card. <laughs> Until someone's like, wait, he's not there. Oh, he can't. Like, oh, and I was like, oh, I was specifically saving on him. Why did I do that? <laughs> every time. Every time. You think I'd learn by now, but I just haven't. It just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna learn. I'm not really good at learning. And... Zemo, specifically Cabal and Hydra. Cabal you just and need Hydra. To it's like memorizing the times tables when you're a kid. You just have to memorize that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Did you know that we got some other news this week? We did. We did. We did. That was a statement, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, standard uh, uh, for events got updated a little bit to it include did. a new symbol, and which it... I didn't even notice. Apparently, it's on the, se <coughs> the Sentinel cards. 
<laughs> just choked on my own spit. And you settle down. It's exciting. Woo! I get it. It's I got get it. the new, the like Dawn of X style X as the low of uh, the symbol, which uh, I'm loving the current X-Men stuff. So yeah. What could that mean though? Are we going to be getting uh, another round of X-Men that are more recent in the comic line? I would be a-okay with that. You know, we did, we did get a, a destiny and mystique event earlier in the year. That was a more recent. We'll get a fire and ice event with Pyro and then release of Iceman. Part of the Inferno event. And just saying, we could get a second Pyro. Could be right around the corner. Inferno really shook the stuff up. Not only that, there there's going to be another Inferno coming coming up uh, next year, I think, in in Marvel Comics. So it was on the announcement with the Sins of Sinister and and stuff like that. There was another one that was going to be a follow up to Uh, Inferno. Okay, cool. I actually wouldn't mind if they leaned in that stuff a little bit more with like the big AXE event going on yeah. right now, Judgment Day, and included uh, Eternals. Because mm-hmm. like I know there's not a, a ton of Eternal love out there, but they've been around for a long time. Yeah, and like they'd be cool to see in the game just to have something totally out there and different. I would love a Gilgamesh or a uh... yeah Pixie. Druid? Oh yeah, I love Druid. Druid is like your your boy. Yeah, he was pretty cool. I mean, as a, you know, until I get Quentin Quire, which that Donna <laughs> X symbol, if that's a Donna X symbol, Quentin Quire might be there. Or his pink and blue X suit, that'd be dope. Maybe you've heard of him, Gold Balls. <laughs> Can we just get a box that's the five with Gold <laughs> Balls and Hope? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Tempo. Proteus and the last one. Oh, um, elixir. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, with attack of this card, they can just they can just res resurrect somebody. Oh, absolutely. That's their thing. Yeah, that's they, like the only thing they do. The thing is, is that like to fit somebody into that, like they're all three or four threat, and you need five of them, so that's already like 20 threat. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, you can resurrect Toad again. All right, fine. Just gold balls. Let's just go with gold balls. Yeah. He's obviously the fan favorite of the five because mm-hmm. it's gold. He goes by the egg now. Right. But in our hearts, he's always going to be gold balls. <laughs> yeah. Gold, boop, 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 gold boop, balls boop, will boop. never die. That whole run, too, right after Schism and uh, <laughs> Avengers versus X-Men where Cyclops and Magneto and Emma Frost and Magic were all like teleporting around trying to recruit X-Men before Wolverine could. It was cool. It was really awesome. I liked it. was a bunch of people school. with Cyclops was right masks. And then there was all the yeah. like, the guy, the the like uh, whatever, the gangs that like roam around with like Cyclops masks on. It was awesome. Cyclops was in jail for a while. Yeah. Like killed Xavier or something. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Not, not him again, but Xavier was killed again. Right. But now he's Phantom X, kind of. Um, also, Broadcastle, thank you for the raid, man. Welcome, all of uh, you, hey. you Warhammer aficionados. Uh, we're talking about some Marvel Crisis Protocol. Thanks, Lemmy. It's a, it's a skirmish game about, you know, Marvel characters. Marvel and Crisis Protocoling. Absolutely. But, Dan, not to be confused with um, friend of the network, Dan Butt, what... Do you think is the place outside of Hydra and Brotherhood for Pyro and Shield? Where are you excited to splash him in? Because he's only three threat, I kind of want to throw him in every single possible thing you can. Hmm. Let's. So. What is Pyro? Pyro brings Incinerate to the table, obviously. Mm-hmm. He brings good energy attacks. Yeah. He brings some range. Mm-hmm. What's missing that? 
my first thought after talking through that is either spider foes. Yep. Uh, which have some energy, like Dr. Octopus and, and Green Goblin but can do that a little bit. Spider-Foes being able to reroll one of your defense dice when you're probably at one fewer defense dice because everyone's incinerated. Uh, yeah, I like him in Spider-Foes a lot. It's more pretty good. about it. Yeah. And it's you, you. there's a little bit of incinerate already there with pumpkin bombs. Mm-hmm. So he, he feeds off of that well, um, so he can give incinerate to even more characters. And Spider-Foes is a very offensive affiliation already. Yeah. Yep. And he's just like there for the ride. Like, Let's burn everything down. And Venom's like, I'm going to eat it. Also, Lemmy, hello. Thank you again. And <laughs> yes, Bearded Dragon Games does, in fact, ship to Miami. And guys, uh, yep. whether you're listening to the podcast version uh, or you're here live, uh, head over to Broadcastle TV here on Twitch, too, and check out some of their WFRP stuff. If you've ever taken a, a look at ours uh, with a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, I can tell you that you will probably be in great company over at Broadcastle TV as well. But yes, I think Spider Foes is a great place for it, mm-hmm. and uh, I like them in uh, X Men. Which, yes. Oh, I like them in War Blue. So, and and really, I like them in X Force, right? Because uh, if there's one thing I can't do, it is apply incinerate with cable. So if I can have kind of a kill heavy team going into an enemy that is fully incinerated. With my rerolls, with even more rerolls with X23 and Honey Badger, with more uh, reduced defenses with Honey oh my Badger. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, your Cable's awesome. I really like Cable. He can do a ton of damage, but I always feel like I already wish they were already incinerated before I start attacking with the <laughs> rifle. Yeah. Um, and with a similar range and a very similar, uh, you know, attack style, I think, uh, I think Pyro works really well on X Force. I was going to get X for it. And then you can fish for that wild to incinerate with the reroll. There's, I think he also fits well in uh, Shadowlands Daredevil Criminal Syndicate Mm. for that reroll. Cause you need to fish for that wild on his, on his gainers. Like, you know, that first roll, I just, I have zero faith that I'm going to roll that wild in the first four or five dice. It's not going to happen. I need a reroll or hope for some crits to get more dice to maybe, you know, it's going to be is I'll roll. You know, five dice for his his first gainer. Yep. And I'm gonna get three successes and be relatively happy with it, but no wild. But I'll get one crit in there. I'm gonna reroll that, and then that might be a wild. One in eight chance. That happened like twice on Monday. I feel like right. Like oh, I just want that wild. Then you crit, and oh, there it is. Nuts. You're never in the first roll though. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of this past Monday on uh, right here on Twitch, 7 p.m. Eastern every Monday except for Halloween. <laughs> is oh yeah the power phase uh dan and i played this past week dan got to try out one of the sentinels uh i got to try out the winter guard yeah uh, that was my first time with them uh so what what would your what was your thoughts going into that game it kind of went it didn't the, the score didn't necessarily go back and forth but it was certainly a close game at the end oh yeah you um, had a chance to 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 yeah, pull an upset in round six. Well, it, round it took a uh, yeah. I think it ended in round five, and it took a very specific set of actions for you to to pull out that win too at the end with the Sentinel uh, at the end of the day being somewhat of a uh, of a star, being able to get that final touchdown to finish the game. Wee! He didn't do much before until then. That's true. A little bit of pulling. All of his attacks just completely whiffed. Yeah. Like, I'm going to spend three power and make this a strength seven attack. I got no successes. Bunch of blanks and blocks. So speaking of, uh, 
There, who am I, Tim, rolling this? The, the, I had a spender at one point with Darkstar where I was like, oh, all I need to do is a couple of damage and I'm golden. So I used her spender, seven dice, only Black. skulls and blanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, skulls, blocks, and blanks. Nothing. Like, what Not a thing. okay defense roll, but... Yeah. Yeah, so Sentinel was super lackluster there, and I kept spending his power on that, so I never got to use suppression protocols. Yeah. Which I probably should have just done... In different situations, but I wanted to try the 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 plasma blast first, and the, but the uh, the cable is fantastic. Yeah, I Granted, mean I love that against, on Venom and Omega Red. Like yeah. we've seen it before, it's such a good power. Difficult against Winter Guard, uh, right? There was a couple pulls, I think, or maybe it was just one. Or I think two. it was just one. And there was one, maybe two. Yeah, that I tried to pull you off an objective, forgot about their thing, and you were like, "Oh, hey, they're still there," and I was like, "Oh." That Two power gun I could have used to get more dice. And I was I was thrown off by the block at first, because it happened, I think, to Crimson Dynamo or something like that. Maybe it was um Red Guardian. Oh, Mega Red. I don't know. But <laughs> I threw that die in the dice tray, right? And it came up a block, and I was like, ah, nuts. I missed. And I was like, wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and yes, Axel Bullet, that that I believe that game uh didn't go to round six because um we couldn't cheat that much. Uh, yeah, I tried. <laughs> you did. You tried to do like three actions and spend more power than you had. <laughs> and uh, it was close. I think Sentinel had two or three and uh, stamina left. I think it was, I, was, I was one off. I don't think it was that close. Oh, was it? Okay. Because these they have like seven yeah. or eight on this. And right? it was very specifically um, the wombo combo of applying uh, the Ironbound books to Shumago Wrath. Oh, my gosh. On him, so or on on your team, so he was able to count every attack against him as Mystic, where his Mystic defense was slightly higher, and his Wilds uh, proc two successes on a Mystic attack. So I went up there. I only had the range to uh, use the explosive rockets on <laughs> yeah. a Crimson Dynamo. Great roll too. Had a really good, it was solid good. roll. I was like, I think I did it. I think I did it. And then I rolled four successes because I got one wild in there. And, I was and that like, was boom. The thing. I, you did a little bit to him, but I was like, it's fine. I looked at it at first. And I was like, I did it. I got it. I got exactly what I needed. And then you're like, oh, the wilds count is two. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm what? No. <laughs> yeah. So sentinels actually fit ridiculously well in convocation. Yeah. With the um, the convocation hop, if you do damage, you can just move a place within mm -hmm. one. Is mm -hmm. fantastic on a large base. But then also to have Ironbound books was stupid good because their physical defense is already a little bit lower. It's three. Yep. And then being able to change it to Mystic yeah. for free. And then it's like, oh, I have one more die and reverse pierce. My wilds count is not reverse pierce, but my wilds count is two. Yep. Was like, okay, yep. it's going to be hard to hurt now. It was so good. Well, not only that, I think, I think there's even more play there, right? So in addition to the convocation hop, uh, which is when you take damage, you can, uh, you know, move away. Place within range one. one. Place within one. Uh, scalpel on him, too. You can really, you can make an incredibly uh, mobile Sentinel. Yeah. With Scalpel and Convocation Bump. And, I mean, Journey Through Limbo if you really wanted to. Yeah. No, it I it was a, a surprisingly good fit. Yeah. I did it just because I kind of want, I've been trying to play affiliations I haven't played as much or at all. Before, so like I did Midnight Suns a little while ago. Yeah. So Convocation, I don't think I've ever used. So I was like, let's get them on the table. And I, you know, I want to get something from the new stuff out. So let's get mm -hmm. one Sentinel ready. 
throw him in there for only four threat. And it was a really good fit. It really was. Um, yeah. And I think too, you could do some really cool stuff. Being able to teleport a Sentinel up on like gamma shelters or something oh, into the yeah. middle to literally block everyone's ability <laughs> from actually being able to contest it before taking them down. I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed for the first two to three rounds to score that middle objective. Yeah. As long as you get him up there quickly. He's tough to shift. They take up so much space that you can really body block like more than half of the yeah. the thing. Somebody did the math. You can if you place them, if you have all three sentinels out and you place them just right, you can completely block yeah. an objective. But you're also throwing <laughs> 13 threat on one objective yeah it's a lot <laughs> some might say that's true it might be too much but just defend that you can do it and it's like you have to be super precise because mm-hmm. you you nudge him one way any bit and someone can get a base in there just to, to touch but we're professionally casual here right we're not gonna play like that and no way no i mean why wouldn't we super commit to over one thing you gotta commit. <laughs> oh i see <laughs> Recently at a work event, that was like a big thing. Uh, I they said was business casual, so I went in cargo shorts and uh, a golf shirt. And That's business casual. I thought it was. I oh, was like, I get a golf shirt. It's a polo, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, get a collar. So they were like, "Oh wow, Tim, you really took the business casual to heart." And I was like, "Listen, I committed to one of them. I don't know which one it was, but I I I commit hard." That uh, tracks with you to a T. It does. It does. Tim. But uh, but yeah, so in addition to those, we also got the X-Men affiliation box reveal this week. And it does show that uh, it is going to have the new sideways cards. Yep. And Brotherhood as well. And Brotherhood we as showed well. Showed that a little bit later. And I like what they're doing where because they have to split up a couple of the boxes mm-hmm. from original to the affiliation boxes that the it's not just, oh, it comes with the cards that came in that box. It come like the for the Beast and Mystique box in X Men. It doesn't come with Deception because you it's a Mystique only card. You don't right. need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of tailoring there that I like. Uh, but yeah, they're I all like too. They all whoop, turn like that updated cards. I updated look of the cards. As far as we know, they're not changed at all. They haven't done any errata with the affiliation boxes yet. So I not that not that we've taken the time to look that. at. And they would be advertising if that were the case. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so with for the Brotherhood box, we're getting Asteroid M, Deception, Magnetic Cross, Magnetic Refraction, the Books of Truth, uh, Weapon X program, and Exceptional Healing. Um, I believe that is probably going to mean as well that in the X-Men box, we're also getting Exceptional Healing and yes, um, the other one. Yeah, uh, uh, I read that th- it specifies that it comes with all the with all the cards that came in the Wolverine and Sabretooth box for both of them. Okay, sweet. Um, and then obviously the um, Cyclops and Storm box that comes with all those cards. Yeah. And then the the um, just uh, uh, research is that the word? The one with Beast has Beast on the tactics card. Advanced R and D. Yeah, that one. Yeah, is the uh, is the one that comes like with Beast. Um. So, and here's the other thing that's actually super important about these boxes, right? Is as far as what we can see from the site and the pre order stuff. No crisis cards on this, and well, none of them have had them. So as as I know there's there's a rumor abound that there might be a big change, especially maybe I don't know if this the the Dawn of X symbol or something ties in, but I think we might be seeing some type of shakeup to 
um, some of the crisis eye. Maybe they mm-hmm. we might get an errata for those maybe later this year. Probably not this later this year because it's pretty late in the year to uh, to announce that and have it actually come out. But um, maybe next year, 2023, we'll see some type of like 2021 style update to deployment zones or where objectives are placed or something. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, so would I. I would love a shakeup to uh, Crisis. Absolutely agree. I don't know if it would be like a Marvel Crisis Protocol Season 2 or something, but I mean, we're they this year they've done a lot for, for organized play and competitive play in tournaments as far as uh, the document that came out that suggested ways for, you know, timing, scoring, uh, the, the challenger rules kind of as a whole. One of them that I know kind of got maybe some flack at first, I actually really like. Uh, I talked to Brian Watson, who uh, is going to be, I believe, helping out at LVO. He was the TO of the Atlantic City Open and of the Midgard Games um, LVO qualifier that we that we streamed as well. We got talking about the timer and how in the rules it says that you should add or subtract some time from the round and not have the round timer uh, known. Right. I actually super dig that. Which seems weird at first, but, you know, and, and I'm excited to hear wh- why you I, like I, it so much. So I, I really like it because there's, I, I suppose, kind of in the community in a whole, and I'm going to get into this actually pretty heavily in the in the cleanup phase, similar to how I did in, in the first episode of that show, uh, where I think taking focus away from how much time is left and having that affect your play mm. is a negative experience overall. Yeah. So whether there's chess clocks involved, whether there are timers, whether there's warnings, whatever it is, I think the last thing on your mind should be playing around the time. I think it should be playing the game and focusing on that, not yeah. trying to go quickly or stalling your turn. I think Ugh. either are bad. I think... So I think not having it known, having that little bit of mystery out there, you know the general time and pacing, but you'll never really know enough to be able to delay for five minutes or have to speed up. And I, I think that's focus on the game. Yeah, because having a speed up can be really detrimental because you make mistakes, you, you forget things, yeah. and, and slowing down is just not good sportsmanship. No, not at all. And I, I think it also kind of decentivizes uh people from 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 doing either and i realize that there are incredibly skilled players that like to play fast because they know what they're doing and they're they're practiced so that's just some people's style it's just i yep. do this i do that i'm good to go done mm-hmm. uh and uh just having that little bit of mystery there kind of helps i think everyone a little bit mm. if you are a fast player it is still probably in your benefit to continue playing fast yeah. if you need a little bit more time there's not going to be that glaring five to ten minutes left for you to try to force another round or something like that right. um but yeah I, I i dig it cool um but yeah and especially if we're seeing a mix-up maybe to to maps or how crisis i work or maybe another whole new slew of crisis they might be replacing them up i i have no idea but I think any I'm, ex- I'm excited it for it. Yep, completely yeah. agree. We've had the same ones forever. We haven't had a new one in almost a year. I mm-hmm. think the writing's on the wall that things are going to be changing. We just don't have any idea what it's going to be. Correct. <laughs> and I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for what that new symbol is going to mean and what that is going to entail, whether that's going to be a whole bunch of... We don't know. There's nothing, for the most part, right, that is outside of Wolverine and Sabretooth, what their cards and Weapon X affiliation are going to be. Um 
Everything else has been revealed at this point, correct? Yeah, there's the Hydra tank, and there's oh, the, and the rest Hydra. of the Hydra terrain, but that's not... Yeah, and you know, that OP kit, or that, that kit is going to be really... like uh, yeah, Cosmic oh. Encounter, or whatever, the, the termination on, I think is going to be really fun. Oh, yeah, I, I cannot wait for that. Danny's so excited to run people over the tank. Yeah, how could you not be? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... We're... Everyone, it's interesting how we get like a deluge of information and we're good for a few months. And then we get to this point where we're kind of dried up on it. We just mm -hmm. have a couple character cards left to be revealed. And then like we know everything that's been shown. And then at some point we're going to get a little bit more. I, this is coming in the next few months. And we're like, yes, <laughs> I, I think. I, so I like that symbol as a as a spoiler, right? A stinger almost not. It's not enough information, is but it, it means something is coming. I do. I mean, yeah, we got the original X-Men symbol when the X-Men and Brotherhood first came out, but mm -hmm. we knew about them before we had the symbol on the cards, right? Mm -hmm. I hope this is telling us there's more X-Men to come because there's a better chance we're going to get Iceman. That's the true. The more X-Men we have, the closer we are to him, but... I mean, we know... What, I'll be happy with tons of other X-Men, too. We know the next affiliation effectively on the block is Weapon X program, right? Yeah. So there's probably going to be a little bit of fleshing out there, maybe a Lady Death Strike, maybe some... Phantom Axe, Quentin Choir, Phantom Axe, Phantom uh, Blizzard, you know, all, all the all the big hitters are here. Mimic, Angel, Psylocke, uh, a Double Beast, everyone really Dark likes. Beast? Dark Beast. Oh, I would love Dark Beast. Sugar Man. Oh. <laughs> Mojo. Oh. Yes, can we get a Mojo versus affiliation with Mojo and Spiral and Longshot oh, and yeah. the other guy that's always like his butler? Shatterstar? No, that wasn't his. He's ball, an though. alien. Yeah, but he was part of that whole Mojoverse stuff. Wasn't no, he? he's X Force. Oh, well, we need more X Force too. I would love Shatterstar. He's so weird. He's got green blood. Doctor Nemesis. Yeah, he's okay. I, he, yeah, fair. <laughs> he was part of the group when it was like all orange and black, and I super dug the the aesthetic. Fair. He but. can be really cool. He just seems like a not as cool Mister Sinister. What a if lot. it's X Factor? I love X Factor, but yeah. which one do we get? We like it. I mean, if we got the original X Factor, I'd obviously be happy because Iceman was on there. Right after M Day X Factor, like Peter David's X Factor with like Multiple Man and Strong Guy and Wolfsbane and uh, others. Without without Strong Guy because he was the devil at the time. But yeah, <laughs> I love Strong Guy. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, I I I beat up Mephisto. He's kind of being a jerk, so I guess <laughs> I'm the devil now. So uh, I'll, uh, Marvel. Um, the comic Digital app. Comics Unlimited. Yeah, Marvel Unlimited. They have MDCU. those, um, what are they called? Infinity Comics? Yeah. That are like original to the app and you can just scroll through it and it's just like one long thing. Uh, they had, the, for the X-Men one, they had this reoccurring story that shows up every couple of months that's just Jamie Madrox and Strong Guy going on ridiculous adventures. I actually really like that. They're so good. They're so goofy and out there. And like they're on some alien planet right now. They went to some big like casino thing and their ship got stolen by the Star Jammers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. And they're just yelling at each other the whole time. And he's got multiple and has a baby. <laughs> like what? I assume like his that. baby. I didn't even know that was a thing. <sighs> it's so good. They, the, the way they play off each other is so perfect. I, I completely agree. And half the time it's like strong guys having this like heartfelt conversation with Jamie. And then Jamie comes in. He's like, oh, this is one of your dupes again. Come on. <laughs> I thought we were friends. He's like, I just wanted to go get some ice cream. Well, he's been listening. I'll know when he oh, reabsorbed yeah. him. Hey, I'll get it. I'll get there, man. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but 
That said, if you're not already, please head over to patreon.com slash professional casual. Uh, help support the network and the shows. It helps us do a lot of things, and we honestly couldn't do it without you. We rely on it heavily, and we really appreciate your support over there, especially our professional cake sitters and our King Ding Doppeldongers, including Leroy, Bastion, Rob, Cider Drinker, and Bicon. And is there a sixth? Didn't you just say six? Yeah, I've only listed five. Oh, Hot Hands! Oh, Hot Hands Tony! How can we forget Hot Hands Tony? Oh, Hot Hands Tony. Thanks, Anthony. If you want to pick up anything but primer and some uh some paint and stuff i the place to do it would be bearded dragon games dot online there's no waiting list there you can just get in and pick up whatever you want might be marvel crisis protocol might be dungeons and dragons some wfrp stuff some pathfinder second edition listen it's all there and you don't have to wait 10 minutes for your order you can get 10 percent off with code pcme10 at checkout or if you're pre-ordering something that is unreleased from Marvel Crisis Protocol, you'll get a flat 15% off retail uh, just for using the site. It's pretty great. Also, we have some sleeves and some tokens, and they're up for sale. And you can get them. There's a link in the show notes, friends. One thing about me is we have these things for sale. <laughs> uh, but we are working uh, with uh, the Fifth Trooper Network. Uh, very good uh, friends of ours that we met at Adepticon, and uh, we have some tokens and sleeves up for sale that help support uh, both us and them pretty directly. So I would highly uh, suggest maybe taking a look. If you happen to be in at... <laughs> hot Hams, Tony. <laughs> it says Hi Hams, Tony. Oh, Hi Hams, Tony. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I love it. Can we call them Hi Hams, Canonically hi now, hams, Anthony at Bearded Dragon Games Legs is now Hi Hams, Tony. Oh, he uh, would love it if he had legs for days. He does work legs pretty heavily, though. He does have huge calves. He does. He bikes and walks everywhere. He's an <laughs> animal um, with hot hands. Yeah. But. You'll melt that cake. <laughs> Patreon members at every level, we're about to start the cleanup phase where we're going to be revealing the next couple designs for the next round of sleeves and tokens. Uh, so take. Uh, take a look if you haven't already we'll be live there very shortly also professionalcasual.com if you want to see any of the blogs frogs or vlogs that we do uh, Dan has been putting up every other week on Thursdays right mm -hmm. um, some uh, blogs about WFRP and going through the different class delineations and stuff for that which is super cool Dr. Dylan uh, from Fury's Finest and one of uh, an internet darling honestly and Rev Wright, Matt, myself, Taylor, and Dan have all been doing MCP blogs as well. So professionalcasual.com, great place to find all of our other actual play podcasts and the other stuff we do, videos, blogs. It's, listen, it's all there. Really appreciate you and everyone. Make sure to come back this next Monday for, oh yeah, the power phase right here, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Twitch for some live Marvel Crisis Protocol. And uh, that'll be it for a while. There's going to be a small break for Taylor's Hobby Hangout. Over the next couple of weeks, maybe one of us will fill in. We haven't talked about it, but yeah. listen, I, <laughs> I I should probably paint that uh, that Sentinel spider head at some oh point. My God, if you do a hobby hangout, our everybody in our community will lose their mind. Yeah, probably. Actually, watch you try to put paint on a thing. It'll. I just imagine you hold the paintbrush like with just a fist, and you just. That's not no. I hold three paintbrushes in my hands like Wolverine claws, and I, I one has contrast paint, one has basing, uh, and one has a dry brush. I don't know I why. Just go like I this. just imagine when you try to paint a model, you just become like a barbarian, and you're just like, don't get it. It is. It is like watching. 
It is like watching your grandfather try to type. Yes, it is only two <laughs> fingers and it's mashing. That is how I paint. You're angry the whole time. Oh, yeah, I am. Very much so. I can't wait. Yeah, you got to do it now. All right. One of the next two weeks while Taylor is out. Listen, I've been wanting to try this slap shot method, method that I've seen. Uh, Nate GG did a bunch of models uh, that he was posting on one of the groups the other day. And he talked about how he was doing the slap shot method. And he got like six models done in three hours. And I was like, yo, what's the slap shot method? And then he sent me the video. And I picked up paint like on purpose so I could try this out and new brushes. So yeah, I'll 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 try it probably. Wow, I gotta watch that video. Yeah, I need to get some things slap chopped up. I'm gonna need like a backlog's building up again. I need a. Uh, for, I'm certainly gonna need a moderator in there to like be able to mute the sound every time I like paint my fingers or get glue stuck to something, and people are gonna be, "Why are you using glue? You're painting." I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And this is my first time. <laughs> But uh, we'll have to get on Dr. D's case to join that so he can to critique the it the whole time. I'll no, give you tips. Oh, I was gonna say, tell me technical terms that I don't know what they mean and <laughs> try to apply them anyway. Well, how much? How did you apply your? Um, oh, shoot. No, uh, zenithal highlights. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I don't that do a, that. Is that a paint color? <laughs> yeah. Is it? No. Oh, it's a technique, but. Gotcha. Is it involved? Do you slap chop zenithal highlights? I don't i don't know i don't know if enough enough about slap chop all right i'm a slap chop something slap the slap chop once again thank slap you guys so much really chop. appreciate it and, and you know if you if you stuck around this long why not uh why not go leave a five-star review for uh for wait did i roll a oh, while yeah uh, maybe on audible maybe give it a five-star rating on spotify you know you could go to amazon music and leave it a review go to amazon itself amazon.com mm -hmm. uh look up some toilet paper maybe some maybe some wet wipes or paper towel leave her a five-star review for wait did i roll a wild there uh only if you've purchased it though we only like uh verified purchase reviews uh on whatever you're ordering there so especially if you're getting christmas presents for people great place to leave Five star reviews for Wait to Know I Roll a Wild are there. Just make sure you send them to us so we can read them off because that's always really funny to us. <laughs> Let me yeah, thank you real. so much. You rock too. Um, but yeah, that said, once again, thank you for Lemmy for, for rating us from Broadcastle TV tonight. We really appreciate that. Make sure to head over there. Give him a follow, give him a like, turn on those notification buttons, and uh, check out some really cool WFRP. Actual play. Yeah. I love you guys. Stay tuned for Cleanup Phase happening over on the Patreon. Just yeah, don't minutes. stay tuned here. Go to patreon.com slash professional casual and mm. watch there. Mm. Mm. Open it in YouTube. It's way easier. <laughs> Bye. Love Bye. you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also... Streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolf Warp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. 
and on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.